Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society Podcast number 10, May 27, 2006. Tenth podcast from the Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society. Um, I'm David And. With me here is Richard, Anil, and Mike. Well, the biggest news: we have competition in phones. Yes. Oh yes. Digicel officially opened for business April sixth, two thousand and six. Well, open for business in Trinidad. In Trinidad, yes, and Tobago in two thousand. People were people were practically climbing on top of each other to get in some <laughs> of the stores. Well, I have to say though, but TSTT dropped their rates. Like the week just before, there was huge lines outside the TSTT's offices as well. Yeah, well, not just the rates, but the phones. That's right. There was a special on you. You get two phones for... Two phones for the price of one, but I believe it was one prepaid and one postpaid. Wow. Uh, also, the prepaid phones, I believe, dropped as low as $50. Yeah. Well, $49 with a $10 credit on it. They, they then brought back one of those models that they were selling for 150 with much more credit on the phone. I mean, I, I bought more phones in the last <laughs> two months than I've Who has tried out Digicels? Is it good? Is it bad? Well, um, let's put it this way. You don't spend about 25% of the call going, what, what was me? that? Can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me now? Is that better? <laughs> no. no it, it just works. And it works in places where you can't even get a single bar yeah, of signal. Yeah, I have on, to, on, I have to test it out. Um, what? Digital. Wait, in <laughs> well, Not just Grandy, but I mean, like down the islands and that type of thing. Oh, okay. You get coverage where usually you really wouldn't get with yeah, I mean, He used to talk about Grandy. There's also Gasparilla. I was in Gasparilla a, a few days ago. Up in the mountains. Yeah, up in the yeah. mountains and down. Yeah, down up in the mountains. In, in some of the popular trails, you actually get reception in the middle of the mountain, which was a, which is a shocking yeah. right, Lady Young Road, New City Mall. Yeah. Well, my experience, I went down Miaro and uh, I had a tri-band phone so you know TSTT you know no bars no service you know on the phone put in a Digicel SIM into the phone power it back up yeah worked well what I like about Digicel is is the little things like uh, the fact that if your phone is off and you miss a call when you put it back on it will send you a message saying oh a text message I haven't used it long enough you 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 missed missed a a call call. you missed a call this is the number yeah this is the number that the call came from so even if you you take your phone off when you put it back on you'll know what calls were missed and when and when, yeah, oh, which is yeah. nice. Plus, what? automatic configuration. Yeah, they're the vo- collecting the voicemail is free, isn't it? And yeah, free voicemail retrieval. Yeah, I mean well, what, what's cool is you put in a SIM on your phone. You don't have to go and text something with your model number, so you can get WAP settings. Everything comes in automatically. That's right. Thing, your thing, boom. Yeah. Plus, the WAP settings are coming in. Thing, reboot your, restart your phone. for it to be finished. Yeah. Good Plus, I believe Digicel is the only one with pay as you go. Oh, um, internet access. Internet access. Because even prepaid users have an access. What, what's a prepaid user? On B-Mobile? Or um, prepaid. So, uh, two prepaid plans. I believe B-Mobile is, you, you only sign up, they only offer unlimited GPRS at 150 TT a month. 
No, not again. I think they, they cancelled that plan. No, huh? well, that's what they was telling me at the cake uh-huh. thing, because I was at the trade and investment convention at Center of Excellence, and they had B-Mobile and they had Digicel booths. <laughs> and, big uh, crowd? People, people yeah, got Digicel phones cheaper. People, people got Digicel phones cheaper than, because they had specials on, on phones there, which wow. were cheaper than outside, so. Cheaper than the newspaper specials, which so means. Yeah, yeah. so you, you would find, like, uh, you walk in, like, during the week, and the entire place is empty, except <laughs> Which is as it should be. <laughs> I mean, um, okay, I think what may have hampered them is that they are... Well, one big problem, I think, is the problem of interconnection. Interconnection, which, which is... Which is basically the cost of calling... Cost of calling other people. Um, on the B-Mobile network. On the B-Mobile network. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, the solutions are that's two phones. Right now, they're cheap enough. And the fact, at least up to the day before yesterday, mm-hmm. there are still a good few digital branches where you can't get prepaid phones to buy. Because as they come in, they go. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, actually what happened also was that uh, interconnection t- issues are still so unresolved. People basically going to two phones, buy a $49 phone or whatever it is. Because uh, what happened was that there was a, well, the telecom authority set up an arbitration panel between Digicel and TSTT. And I think the arbitration panel was going to be setting the rates. And TSTT challenged them in court. And earlier this month, TSTT won the court, won the case, sorry, in that basically the arbitration panel cannot set the rate. Right now, the interim agreement so far is that it's going to be the sender keeps all arrangements. Let's see. Uh, you're, you're, right now, you're, you're looking at the Trinidad Express website. Now, that yeah. was Saturday, May the 6th. And yeah, it says that both companies will keep the revenue generated by each time an internet connection ta- interconnection takes place. I, I don't know how that's how that's going to work out as far as revenue. I don't know what they're charging each other to, to actually... Well, so what's happening now is that, I could be wrong, but I think the pre-play plans and the post-play plans from Digicel don't include calls to B-Mobile. Okay. I'm not that for sure for postpaid plans, but prepaid plans, yeah. they don't include the calls, the minutes, the... The minutes you, you buy, and they don't include calls with the mobile phones. Right. They, they do include the, the calls, the fixed lines, though, yeah. which is kind of good, because, I, I mean, at least now that you can use a digital to call landline and businesses and so on, so that, at least, that, that's good. Well, I mean, one of, the, one of the things that I found very useful was, was when you leave the country and you go to one of the other Caribbean islands, you can do roaming with a prepaid phone with okay. the Digicel, yeah. which I think up to the moment, the mobile still does not do, do they? They claim they do. They claim they do, but um, I, I never heard of anybody doing it. So I, I don't know if it works or not. But because they, because they right up until that you're supposed to be able to yeah well, right up until what maybe a few weeks before Digicel opened and I called TST to find out okay well look if I left the, if I was in one of the other Caribbean islands how much would it cost to do roaming from that island to here how much would it cost me per minute and they and I got this this ridiculous run on oh well it depends on the uh, the country that you're in and the, the the connection rates that they have plus our roaming rates and I couldn't get a straight answer out of them yeah. Which I found very fishy. But this was recently, or was this some that time ago? just a little while before Digicel opened. Mind you, TSTT has responded very uh, aggressively, I must say, with Digicel's launch. Yeah. No, uh, they have given no choice until the government's given them more than enough time. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, within, I think within, literally within weeks 
of uh, well, like I said, be just be the week just before they launched, they had the two for one cell phone deal. Yeah. They dropped the international rates yeah. on the fixed lines and B Mobile yeah. to like calls to the UK, US, Canada as low as fifty cents a minute. Okay, let me ask a question. Over the weekend. Let me ask a dumb question. Okay, go. Can you still get twenty cents on limited for local calls? On your ex- so f- as long as you don't have smart choice. That's right. Because I noticed, given that B Mobile managed to drop all the tariffs on their landlines. Or on, on their cell phones, including landlines. I'm wondering if that was a, or was a provision that they didn't manage to sneak in past that. Like the thing where they said that since that is a new organ, new body, we will no longer give customers a $4 credit. Which basically means that if you've got a landline, you've been paying $5 a month more on landline bills since probably April. Yes, because, um, all right, well, maybe we should backtrack. What happened was that TSTT put an announcement in the papers in, uh, probably wasn't April. It was a few months ago. It was, in, it was in late March, early April, that under the old Telecom Act, family had a, a subsidy of 50 call credits. Well, yeah. under the new liberalization of the telecom market, you know, this subsidy will be removed. And uh, so apparently every, every fixed line customer was, was apparently getting what was at today's rates, $4 or $5. So yes, that has been removed. That subsidy is gone, which is probably okay. legitimate considering that there's going to be fixed line competitors uh, coming, yeah. coming yeah. in very soon. So I suppose, you know, that subsidy was um, not fair, but... Uh, yes, it would not have been fair. <laughs> 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 I have to say they advertise the newspapers and, and I think the people who make sign banners are like making yeah. lots <laughs> and lots of money I mean digital and TSDDB mobile have been sometimes full page ads side by side you know, on the like back of each other's ads you know kind of thing literally on all the three newspapers and on probably the weeklies as well did anyone notice you know the, one of the, the f- on a fun, one of the, the funniest instances in which I think that was the day that uh, Digicel had dropped the rates to three cents I mean, no, was, was it three cents or, or, be f- or lower than Sorry. that? I think. Well, I mean, one, 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 one cent a day over the Mother's Day. That's right. And on the flip side of the page, TSCT was boasting 20, with 23 cents per minute and then saying lowest rates available mm-hmm. for an ad. Mm-hmm. And then you read the fine print that said this doesn't include that. <laughs> <laughs> well, know. actually, that was the next thing as well. TSD2 did this marketing campaign as well to say that for prepaid, um, well, for, I guess for postpaid after use of the minutes, the rate is 25 cents per minute after the first three minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So of course it looks great, you know, 25 cents and, bi- and yeah. then 25 cents of course is big. After huge. the first three minutes. Uh, and of course <laughs> the tr- after the first three minutes, and, and I think the cost for the first three minutes is like a dollar, a little over a dollar fifty. Plus oh, right. You're right. It was 25 cents a minute, not 23. My, yeah. my mistake. So, yeah. Plus what? Yeah. So, and I think Digicel countered now with this 3 cents a minute after the first. Actually, is it 3 cents a minute after the first 3 minutes? Or is it 3 originally, minutes? Originally, three it, was, minutes. it was just 3 cents per minute full stop. And I think currently it's one cent per minute after the first three minutes. That's T.I.B. Mobile. No, no. Hang on. That's the B-Mobile plan. B-Mobile is one cent a minute. Did you sell, I think, it's three cents a minute. Okay, then we should back up. I have the 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 25 cents, sorry. TSTT was 25 cents after the first three minutes. You mean no? Yes. No, no, no. I think the plan, I've got a newspaper here. Let's check it out. Sure. Um, But I'm pretty sure that did you sell three cents a minute? After the first three minutes, and I think. See, this is what makes CSTT. it so confusing. You know oh, look, <laughs> they, are, they actually got CSTT to do a customer testimonial. Yeah. <laughs> Just like they did. You know what? There's, there's so much, so many of these special things going around. One cent per minute this weekend after the first three minutes. Yeah. That's it. Trying to calculate which is cheaper. That's B Mobile. Is pretty near difficult at this point. 
Because or prepaid, at least, yeah. I, I would say. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, tomorrow, they could be like, you tomorrow know, the plan's free change. calls for whatever. There's not going to be free calls. Yeah, that it will come to that point. Eh? It will yeah. come to the point where somebody will say free calls today. <laughs> it will come to the point where I will, you will, I will give you a cent if you make calls. It, it, yeah. Let them pay me to make calls on their network. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's not, that's not a green donkey. This is weird. What? What did you sell out this month in the Guardian? Saving money? Well, has someone has someone maybe raided that paper already? <laughs> no, no. This is this is a fresh newspaper. There is of there is zero digital ads in the paper. This it is, is kind of rare right. to even find an empty digital store. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, that is true. Well, yeah, I mean, at this point, digital. I think digital doesn't really have phones. Digital <laughs> doesn't digital doesn't usually have phones. I don't think digital needs advertising at this point. <laughs> yes, they do. They actually do because they, they they have some things that they're not doing well. Again, I'll get this um, Like what? Poor lack of phone selection. I hear that was a big complaint yeah, by some people. Not so much poor phone selection. I think the the phones don't have enough bling. As you know, some people some phones don't have enough bling. But my point is, yeah. people not buy any phones to bling. People want bling. People just go and buy some unlock phone they could get in Shimonia. Yeah, somebody should tell them, you know, things like coverage and and, coverage and, and, and the ability to make calls. We don't need that. Bling tones. If you don't need. What is no. very strange is that I mean, listen, listen, as far as I'm concerned, if you don't need the ability to make phone calls, well, be mobile as your plan. If all you want is bling. Ma- maybe it's a case of, you know, since the advertising rates for Saturday papers are different, I don't know. No. Maybe. Maybe they just no. have that decide. They always advertise. Every day. Well. And this is the second newspaper I'm going through, and there are actually no digital ads in it. Ah, there's one. Thank you, Digital, for thinking about me. Okay, what's that about? Digital and coverage. <laughs> Come on, hold, hold it up. Let's, let's take a look. Oh, there's a testimonial? Uh, a new testimonial. Okay, what? I can't even tell what the pi- what's in the picture. Cyclist, okay, there's a cyclist. And why, why is he thanking the Digital? Uh, I don't know. Digital thought of him somehow. <laughs> Okay. It's, it's really interesting because that's the only digital that I've seen. I don't have a copy of the Express with me, but... I would be more rather think of me vis-a-vis a trip to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't follow Germany. At least you could get the SL by you. Yeah. Okay, uh, well... Be mobile, be mobile has shown itself very yeah, it's unwilling. A seller to the wrong side, apparently. <laughs> to provide digital to the office of Tunapuna. So... <laughs> I don't really have anything good to say about the mobile at the moment because <laughs> they, are wi- they, they aren't selling their wireless to individual customers even okay. though I went but, into well, them and said I want it. But is this what you want? What's that? <laughs> Thanks for the coverage and the cacos that you sell. Look with you, my mobile bill is so expensive and this other few things to pay it. Ow. What? Wait. Thing you can get so oh, he had to sell his boat because the digital rates are so expensive. I mean, it's utterly ridiculous. I mean, we're talking about that bogus survey. Ah, yes. TRTT has always been saying that, you know, digital is more expensive, such and such and such. Hold on. <laughs> but what they've done, they commissioned, they commissioned a report from John Hunter Associates in the UK that a report. Be mobile is cheaper. Be mobile is cheaper. Well, of course, the two things are that, well, hey, TSTT paid them to do the survey. One, so well, like well, they're taking a page three photo of Microsoft's book where Microsoft commissions these um, wonderful surveys that say, well, yes, we're more better, we're better than the nuts in so many other ways. And everybody just looks at the surveys and say, okay, Microsoft, they're like, ha, 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 surveys been bought and paid for. Mm-hmm. Now, they just put the reports on the website, and <laughs> if you look at the method on those Celsius reports, you will note that the prices they are talking about are prices at the time that Digicel came on the market. Um, they're not going to be representative of prices now, and they're not coating apples and apples because 
Is it that they were comparing both companies' price rates at the same time, whether it was yes. current or whether yes, it was well old? Yes, they, they were. It, it was at the same time. So te- technically, same. technically, it's not a lie. Okay. Technically, they, they haven't told any but it's untruth. Important. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the methodology, if, if I mean, it's useless for anything other than... Advertising. Yes, it's a survey that's useless for anything other than saying, well, yes, we're cheaper. Okay. It doesn't deal with things like call quality. Mm-hmm. Doesn't deal with things like call completion. You mean call ability? Call ability. <laughs> doesn't deal with things like coverage. It simply deals with our calls are cheaper. And honestly, if you want to run with the things that our calls are cheaper, when you've got a monopoly on the market, one, when you mm-hmm. had a monopoly on the market until April, mm-hmm. which was when the survey was done. So obviously, if a new company is going to come in, obviously they have, their prices are going to be a bit more expensive because they've just now come into the market. Mm-hmm. You know? So, you see, it comes back down to the prepaid packages are very, very. To me, I mean, I think there's a huge discussion on the mailing list. And it's like, yeah. it almost, I don't think it's quite resolved it because. Analyzing the prepaid package and even reading the Sean John Hunter reports, you think that, well, okay, it'll make more sense and it'll be clearer. It's it not. It <laughs> and because you're not comparing apples and apples, you're not comparing internet to cause, you're not comparing B Mobile to B Mobile and digital digital, and you're comparing B Mobile to digital to B Mobile. Obviously, because the connection fee thing has not been thing obviously the two companies are going to charge different rates mm-hmm. and obviously if one company just before the survey period dropped their price from a dollar a minute to 25 cents a minute um, obviously they're going to drop their price in response to a new entrant coming onto the market obviously yes they're going to say well yes our well, price is cheaper than the survey says it um, the survey can't cover more than two months because it just has been in the market less than two months I, I should say that even the postpaid report yeah, I guess you know the argument for postpaid is that it's a lot simpler you buy a phone for a fixed price you get a certain amount of minutes, that's it. You don't have to worry about uh, whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the evening, whether it's the what hour of the day and you know, all that kind of stuff and how many minutes after three minutes and all that kind of stuff. Well, but does anybody know how much it actually costs for a digital customer to call a B-Mobile customer and yes. a B-Mobile customer to call a digital customer? A call from, from digital to B-Mobile costs a dollar and 22 cents without VAT, which, okay. looks, which is a dollar 40 with VAT. Okay. Right, TT. Cost of the B mobile packages, their minutes include calls to digital phones. Okay. So that's only recently, though. Recently, yes. That that's is only true. recently. That is only recently, yeah. That came soon after they went to SCD1, yeah. the court case and against and the arbitration that, and that, panel. And that's my point. Nobody, okay, and honestly, given the price of cell phones these days, nobody is going to just keep one cell phone unless you're very much wedded to the B mobile way. Mm hmm. And say, well, diesel calls are too expensive, and I don't have any friends on the diesel network, so screw them. People are going to walk around with two phones, so interconnection isn't that huge an issue. Mm-hmm. Again, with postpaid, it's simpler. Both Digicel and B Mobile have three types of packages. Yeah, and don't forget, Digicel is offering double minutes on the 120 package. Eh? Correct. But that's for a now. temporary promotion for right. now. Eh? So, but these are the official, I guess, stable rates. So, what it works out to is that Digicel's postpaid rates for calling Digicel phones and for calling landlines are ranging from 69 cents to 62 cents depending on the number of bundled minutes and that doesn't include VAT. B Mobile, their rate per minute ranges from 75 cents to 65 cents per minute and that's without VAT included depending on the number of bundled minutes you choose. So as far as I can tell the digital rates are per minute is cheaper once you are calling the fixed line or another digital phone. Again, the digital doesn't include calls to be mobile. A call from digital to be mobile is a dollar twenty-two without VAT. So unless if you're a B mobile customer and you you call, you're primarily calling a lot of B mobile phones, your best bet is probably to stay with B mobile. However, if you unless you actually want to make calls. 
Well, yeah, and another caveat is that the bundle minutes doesn't include minutes to when you check your voicemail. That's right, yeah. Right? Digicel is free voicemail, you know, you, so your minutes don't go towards that. Whereas B-Mobile, when you check your voicemail under B-Mobile, the minutes you, you listen to your messages, the minutes you take up is deducted. So there's that too as well. Ola Digicel has launched Lactel. I guess yeah, has anybody seen the media blitz that Lactel put out? <laughs> no, no. Neither no. have I. Lactel actually does have a couple of things. They, they did a logo competition. That was early, earlier this year, though. Yeah, yeah, but they, they kept the thing. I mean, they don't really have anything. But apparently in March, they suffered a setback. Um, the Canadian firm they had partnered with, Sask... Saskatel. Saskatel, yeah, thank you. Saskatel. Saskatel? Saskatel. Okay, no, Saskatel is something else. S-A-S-K-T-E-L. Saskatel. Saskel. Okay. Saskel. Yeah, Saskel. Now, Lactel had partnered with them to launch the service, but apparently there was some sort of disagreement of some sort. The newspaper article will explain why. Actually, ironically, they say that um, because Saskel isn't owned by the government, the bureaucratic process we have on the pace at which decisions had to be made. Yeah, they're owned by the, by the government of Saskatchewan, which is in, in, in Canada. So yes, it, would, it probably is. Uh, like most governments, they take too long to make decisions, and for business, that could be deadly. So not so much in terms of quality of the actual service they provide. It was just that maybe decision making was was taking too long. Could be that. Yes. Yeah. Well, did Lackler terminate or did Sastel terminate it? I guess. Sastel terminated. Well, I think it was mutual, a mutual termination. Yeah. So what has happened is that uh, Lactel has not launched. There was rumors that, well, Lactel would be maybe merge with TSTT, but both companies have denied that. And in fact, I think in today's newspaper, May 27th, that Lactel and TSTT have just signed the interconnection agreement. But does anybody really expect Lactel to be... Dominant? Well, dominant or at least... A player? A player in the cell. Because, I mean, as far as it looks now, the cell was basically over. You know, you have your two... Well, well I won't say the war is over. The war started between Digital well, well, and TFCTB Well, basically, TFCT and B-Mobile here. But with the amount of money that both companies throw in, into it, what could Lactel possibly do to differentiate well, themselves? I mean, what could Lactel possibly come to me with to tell me that I should go with them? Fast wireless internet access. Okay. What's, what's actually interesting is that Bell Mobility is partnering with Nortel, who I think is also TFCTB's partner. Yeah. So I'm seeing where they've done work with Nortel to deliver wireless data with CDMA and EVDO again so maybe they will offer some of those services and what you've got to remember they're still investing in standard internet services of the islands maybe that's their play not so mm-hmm. much maybe not so much the cell phone just jumping back to the interconnection agreement, I just checked, I just pulled up today's uh, paper on the Trinidad Express. According to Lisa Agar, TSTT's vice president, the interconnection agreement establishes quote, a permitted charge of 45 cents for mobile termination on a reciprocal basis. Okay. So now that would be it. Would be interesting to find out whether that was chargeable by the second or by the minute. True. Because I imagine that doesn't include VAT. Yeah, that's another problem with comparing the prepaid rates as well, you know, because yeah. TSTG doesn't include VAT in their advertising, whereas, you know, Digicel does. Plus, there's a whole other debate as to whether you're playing double VAT if you pay VAT for a card and then VAT. Oh, let's not go down that road again. <laughs> <laughs> that's too confusing. Okay. <laughs> we'll see what Lactel. They say they will be planning to launch soon, and I guess they signed the Entity Connection Agreement, so we may yet see what they have to offer. But yeah, I, I, I see your point, though, Arnold, because, I mean, yeah, what, unless they come up with some fantastic phone. Yeah, I, I mean, what? At a very cheap, at, at a very cheap rate or something. I, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. could you see Lactel advertising blitz? Yeah, because yeah. I, I can't really imagine that Lactel could come out as large as say how Digicel came out with 
Like in every way you turn, you throw a stone in your head at Digicel. That's true, huh? Yeah. You, know? yeah, you, you, go, you go to movie town and you could stand at one Digicel store and throw a stone and hit another Digicel f- st- store. Yeah. Again. So, I mean, there's. I, Again, I don't know if Lactel could Telecom possibly Holdings come as Limited large as that. Is hmm? investing in the internet capacity of the islands. Cellular is not their major play. Who is this? Sorry. Telecom Communications Holdings is Lactel, right. basically. Right, yeah. They're buying out Sun Beach. Right. They've so you're saying the play is going to be internet access? Their play is going to be internet. Here it is. Okay. Hmm. Um, looking at an article which is actually on the Sun Beach website, Telecom Holdings Limited of Trinidad and Tobago is planning to create a Caribbean wide cellular empire to rival <laughs> Kibla Wireless and Digital. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> Wow, that was. But their, their oh play is mobile, mobile, <laughs> uh, CDMA voice and data. You know, you know. Talk about David Good. I guess two Goliaths. You, know, you know the story about you know, the mouse that roared. That that comes to yeah. mind. But hey, listen, it could happen. So yeah, let yeah. me not laugh. Yeah, yeah, but basically, their push is going to be CDMA voice and data services. Why is it? Tap into the North American tourist market to Barbados, 50% of whom use CDMA networks and are unable to roll here. Mm. Which means it's not big here, mm-hmm. but for Barbados, which deals heavily in tourism, I know a lot of tourists complain about the fact that their networks, they can't, they can't roll in Barbados. Right. So if you want to get into that, and if you want to get into CDMA, where in fact most of your revenue is actually going to be coming in from tourist roaming, it makes sense. For Barbados, you know. Well, when you consider that internet, uh, internet is not a huge issue. Well, the thing is, when you check most of the hotels in Trinidad, a lot of them are quite full throughout the year. Business with travelers. Business travelers, right? So. Can all of them room? Most of them, like. Oh, we that's don't what I'm saying. Them. So maybe if that was if that was sorted out, there would be a source of revenue there, yeah. both for Digicel as well as as B Mobile. Yeah. So what I'm saying, CDMA. Mm-hmm. Now, if in fact it is true that a lot of the North American people are using some sort of CDMA network. Is it a Verizon? Is it? Yeah. Thing. It may make sense because if you look to tap into that market, I mean, they claim that tourism is a great product. I don't know how true that is, but it is in Barbados, it is up the islands. Um, if you're looking to do a lot of that type of investment up the island, it may make sense to pump some money into Sun Beach and mm-hmm. go up the chain and use some of that thing to try and get some of that traffic, even if it's just an agreement you're signing with a North American provider mm-hmm. to get some money to provide roaming. Okay. For Trinidad, you don't really, like, well, you don't really care. CDMA. <laughs> yeah, nobody really cares. You don't really care. CDMA, C- no CDMA. Well, actually, speaking of CDMA, mm-hmm. the EVDO from TSDT. That's right. That right. They have launched uh, their service as well. So, what they're calling it TSDT Wireless Broadband. Well, yes, it's right. It is a CDMA EVDO technology. Actually, the strange thing about the TSDT Wireless Broadband, well, first of all, the ads don't mention the website. One. No, well, no. Second not, not everybody can get to the website. That's right. You, not everyone can get to the website if you're outside for another. You can't get to it. And it's not available for residential customers. Because City in their wisdom has decided that we only care about business folk. Well, yeah, but nothing on their website says that. Eh? And nothing so on their website says that. I actually went into a B-Mobile branch and asked them about it. And they said, no, we're not catering to residential folk. Do you have a company? Maybe you can go through a corporate account. And I'm like, wait, so you have to have a corporate account? Well, you know, some of the bigger companies have corporate accounts. Accounts, maybe apparently you can get a video with yeah. that. Pull, wow. pull like members of staff. Okay. That. If you want to walk in on the street and apply for it, apparently they do not care about you, they're not interested in it. Maybe that's that. why they're not very promoting it that aggressively like, then. I have Digital Corporate account. <laughs> <laughs> but I like EVDO <laughs> account, I don't. Quite frankly, I think it sucks. But, mm. but going back to TSTT's domain, is TSTT3G.co.tt. <laughs> and uh, it's a kind of strange thing. It looks like TSTT, that TSTT3G.co.tt, well, as of now anyway. Has no registered? Uh, it's well, it's pending. 
according to the NIC.tt's address. So technically, the .tst3g.co.tt doesn't officially exist on exactly. the internet. If you know you can configure your, your internet connections to use TSTT's DNS, it, would it pick it up? Have you? Yeah, yeah. Have yeah you tried if, it? if it configured to use TSTT's, because yeah. that's how I, I got it, because I don't usually use TSTT's DNS. Right. But when I configure with their DNS, I can see this site. That's right. Which yeah. means that. They fudged it. I, no, I, I actually think that this isn't supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> or if, if it's there, it's not official. That's and right. That us being us. <laughs> we, we can't jump the gun. And we say. can't jump the gun. Uh, 3G website. Oh. <laughs> Somebody else says TSC. You say, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at the pizza line this month, Paul had a, the video service. Yeah. It's either a USB connection. Or PCMCA. Yeah, PC card type connection. The speeds we're getting, it's, it's rated. Let me just double check what TSTT is saying. Frequently asked question. Wait, I saw a wide coverage area. Didn't they have a map? They have a map. If you look at the map. Well, wide coverage area unless you're living in the east. Grandi's covered. Yeah. yeah, but I mean... If you're living on the north coast, the east coast, well... 75, 70, what, 60% of the East Coast, maybe Basically, they've, of they've, the coast. they've covered offshore, the East West Corridor. Yeah, they've covered offshore. The main population areas, most of the bush isn't covered. Essentially, the main highway, Archie. No, look at the main business and energy. There's a dead spot. Okay, it's a very small dead spot. Mm -hmm. well, well, all right. Well, all right. It's small from here, but. <laughs> It's a big piece of land. <laughs> it's a big piece of land. What's that? That's not covered. Did you follow the highway? Okay. You see there's a, 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 right. a dead spot there. Between Point Lisa's. Okay, yes. Between, right. between yeah. Point Lisa's and... Isn't that where you work? No, that's not Point of Fair, no. Oh, okay. Now, nah, believe you me, my area would be covered. Basically, the east-west corridor, stretching all the way from Shaguana and environments all the way down to going to Piaco. There's a gap, and then Sandy Grandi looks like it's covered. Yeah. And then along the highway, two Shaguanas down to San Fernando, and going down to Point, Point Lisa's. And then the only other coverage is on the east coast on by Mayaro. So it's not available everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Okay, so if you plan to be working at the beach, your beach selections are limited. <laughs> yeah, very, very limited. Because they know they go Maracas, Quivos. Yeah. Is Maracas covered? No, it's not. No, no, no it's not. Maracas no. isn't. Manzanilla isn't. Um, Las Quivos. Miaro is. Miaro Beach. Okay, yes. Let's look at Tobago. Tobago. Scarborough. Oh, yeah. So actually, you've got some little spots inside, but. But mostly Scarborough. And in fact, more of the old. Yeah. You know, usual story. The people of Charleville are once again out of luck. So. Oh. <laughs> See, let's go to the actual package itself. According to the frequent last questions, a maximum download speed of 2.4 megabits per second and upload speed of 153 kilobits per second. Uh -huh. But they do say that that speed is not is heavily dependent on single strength, right, simultaneous cool. users, etc., etc., etc. On average, download speeds is for between 400 to 700 kilobits per second. Hold on, hold on. Um, I actually don't believe any of this until they have a large user base. Then tell me how these speeds are. Well, at the pizza line, we were getting 15 kilo kilobyte downloads. Yeah, well, you're probably in person for this thing. Oh, yeah, well, remember, there was a time before that we tried it, and that was 15. Yeah, so it's so it's roughly 120 yeah. kilo ah, kilobyte. New wireless broadband option, yeah. eVideo. This is on, on the GAT network. Big Bagu, actually, who in his day job works at one of the other companies, got an eVideo to test yeah. at his home in the West. He was very pleased with his eVideo performance. Let's see. Is he currently a TSTD DSL user? He's also he's also a TSTD DSL user. Ah. So apparently, he got one to test at home. All right, what's it? Well, let's see. Hey. What's with the TTD, user? Oh my F, O M F G. If video is the ownage. 
<laughs> got a device today and fired it out promptly. This was on May the 1st at, at HQ, which is in Sinclair. Set up, took less than five minutes, took the unit out to the box, rooted in the antennas, plugged in the power, the internet cable, and away we went. Initial impressions went stellar. We got maximum 100k download speeds, but frequently dip below 30k. Impressive for wireless, but nothing to write home about when compared to DSL's Rockstar 32k performance. No dips. 32k being 32 kilobytes. Like one, yeah. Yeah. Which no is 256 kilobytes. Right. Right. Latency was as expected, 250 to 300 milliseconds to the gap side. That's about dial-up like performance. For comparison, DSL averages 133 milliseconds to the gap side. The 100 milliseconds difference will break you in FPS games, and su- but suffice for RPGs. Okay. He carried it to Digo Martin to test it again. 132 big K max and seldom dropping below 90k. 132k download speed is equivalent to T1 or 1.5 Mbps. Okay. These sort of figures cost upwards of 3,000 a month TT from TST and YDSL. That's three to four times faster than my regular DSL connection at the same residence. That's interesting. So how come Digo Martin gets faster connection than us in Port Um. Outside. My assumption is that the same thing for the Spain area has incredibly wireless traffic weighing on from cell phones and other antennas that cause the poor performance. Digo Martin is a lot less congested and that may explain the increased speed. Has anybody tried it anywhere else like uh, no. Central South? <coughs> a problem, upload. Upload is it, 18k. Well. And reliability is the next big question. For him, ports are wide open, by all is your responsibility. Yeah, but the price is going to be $1,575 for the device and a sign up fee of $600 and monthly rental fee of $500 dollars per month. Now, if you sign up for a one-year contract, the terminal device fee is waived, and the price drops down, like, for a one-year contract, it's $475, $425 for a two-year contract, and if you sign up for a three-year contract, it drops down to $375 per month. Wow, that's $13,500 spent over the space of three years. So $375 for per month for a three-year contract. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is that... Well, it's better than TSTT DSL, uh, for 15 kilobytes download, I know, in spite of, maybe it's faster than Diego Martin, but... Um, I paid $345. For dial-up. Yeah. For dial-up. <laughs> True. Yeah. You're right, come to think of it. Yeah. Because that's the only internet option I can get home by me. Actually, they say that if you can't get DSL, there'll be a discount, but they don't say what the discount is. If you're unable to be at, uh, get DSL at your location, yeah. you'll be able to get this at a lower price. I, 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 until I see documentation from TSTT, that is so. I consider that as no, that's, well. No, this is on the FAQ. Well, we're not, sure, we're oh. not sure if this is documentation. I suppose. But, yeah. So, and $475, uh, sorry, $500 month to month. But actually, there's actually quite a few uh, internet options out there, actually. Uh, Columbus Communications, you know, well, who well, formerly known Hello. as the CCTT, Cable Company of Trinidad. No, they got, bought, they got bought out by some other people, so they're not formally known as, it's a new company. Well, I guess so. It's True. not just a, a name change, and well, they have their own issues with... Um, True. But, alright, so the Columbus Communications, uh, they, they, and, uh, they, they released, at least to the media, uh, their new cable service, but, but what is going to be the upcoming cable service where they have called Flow, F-L-O-W, and it will be like integrated, uh, well, uh, high definition television, uh, fixed lines, fixed telephone calls, and internet access all in, all coming to the same cable uh, system. Uh, Mike, you said you actually went yep. to the, you actually, well, first of all, um, they, they, they did the launch at Movie Town, and you just happened to be there the weekend before and you saw it and got some pictures even. Well actually I, I was talking with um, 
one of their one of their staff members who when that was when I was talking with I was talking with them to deal with the configuration change that I was doing at home and they said, Oh well, why don't you check out the booth at Movie Town this weekend? So I went down, had a look. It, it's pretty interesting. I mean, uh, the, the most interesting thing there that they had was, was of course, uh, the new cable box receiver that's going to be able to uh, pause and rewind live TV and, oh. and, and give you something like 150 hours of... So it's like a TiVo type one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Um, TVR. What was amazing was uh, being able to actually see high-definition television on a large screen. Uh, it really was um, amazing quality. So what, what, large screen? What is it? Projector? Well, they used a large plasma screen. Right. And um, it was a digital signal all the way up from, from the box straight up to the plasma screen. So we were not dealing with S-video, the traditional means of, of mm -hmm. um, transmitting video from, from a device to a display unit. But what was also interesting was that uh, they said that they're going to have uh, cable modems which are not only capable of doing computer networking, that is to say getting uh, your computer on, on the internet, but the same box will allow you to plug in a regular telephone. The same, the same telephone that you've got at home, you just take it, you plug it in, and uh, you can make calls okay. through, the, through the system. Uh, the only thing, it probably won't be number portable though, I imagine. No. Uh, it'll I probably be okay, a new I, phone I, number. I doubt it'll have to be a new, a new phone yeah. number, yeah. yeah. Um, so the same cable that's, that normally brings you your regular TV, all that items in one cable, it's not a special... Well, I guess the way that, that it would work would be you have, you'd have one, um, one connection for your, your, your computer, with the, well, so the cable, the cable box... Is, 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 is it right? So, so, you have, so you have three devices basically coming in? Nope. No, two. 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 One will be your cable box, which okay. will be for television, and one will be... Um, the box that will govern the the telephone and okay. your computer. There's also a cheaper version uh, if you just wanted the internet access without the telephone access, uh, and that's uh, well. I'm going to assume it's cheaper because none of them actually quoted me any prices for any of this stuff. Oh, they, they have no top no, prices. They, yet. They, they said nothing about the prices. And but, what, but how long is it going to be? When are you going to see all of this stuff? Did they say they have a timeline? Uh, no, they didn't give a, a, a fixed timeline. Um, one staff member said, well, possibly down toward the end of this year. Okay. Um, but I think he was, I think he was speaking speculatively. I, I don't, I don't think that he uh, necessarily had an exact date in mind. I don't think he was given an exact date. I guess he was just estimating. But it does look like an interesting service. I mean, you, you, you we've got all, all this competition from cellular, and now it's, now they've actually got a, uh, some competition for, for landlines. Well, uh, they have a website, flowtrinidad.com, but I mean, I think it's just, it's still not really up yet. It's just a main page, and that's it, really. Nothing, you can't click on anything to explore anything as such. When, when, I, when I asked them what Flow was, they said, well, even though the name of the company is, is Columbus, Flow is sort of like a brand name, and, and the, the analogy they used was in the same way that B-Mobile is a, a, a brand for TSDT. So the company the company remains Columbus Communications and their brand is Flow. So will, will we actually get true HD? What I saw there uh, was extremely good definition. They did say that some of the content providers were not completely digital yet. And so what they would be doing is they would be getting a digital signal which had an analog source and oh, presenting okay. that. But for the, for the, the content providers that, that were completely digital, you would get a, a fairly good 
good, clean image. Yeah. But they, sh- they gave us a demo, and it was pretty interesting. Uh, but did you see, but hold on, did you have the internet access working at that time? Yes, point? they did. Okay, well, how, what speeds you, did you try? It? Did you did you see what speeds it was? Well, it depends on what package you get, I guess. True, but like, did you, did you try it out yourself? Or, well, or I didn't no? need. I, did, I didn't actually need to because I mean, I'm already. I already have them at home for as an internet provider. No, I meant at the demo at Movie Town. No, I didn't. I didn't have an opportunity okay, to do that. Yeah. I was at that time. At, I, the, at the booth, sorry. Yeah. I was more interested in, in in the telephone access and the high definition television because I'd already seen what the the, the internet access was like, having used it for a year. Mm-hmm. Do they have um, PVR capabilities? If you get the premium box, yes, and okay. it's. It's pretty amazing. There is, well, for those people who are thinking of, you know, getting the premium box and saying, oh, I can download this onto my computer. No, you can't, apparently. The stuff that rema- that, that gets on the box stays on the box. I, I suspect that the only way that you'd be able to get the information off, you know, if, you, if you'd recorded something and you wanted to keep it for yourself, would be to, to hook up a VCR to the, to the video output and record it yeah. the traditional way. And considering what VHS is like, I... Well, I mean, they are DVD recorders. Huh? Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Pointing, but that but was... But anyway, that, but, yeah. it, but it's a true PVR. You can, so, like, you could do scheduling and say, okay... Yeah, they were, they were boasting about, uh, oh, well, we've, you can do channel lock. You, could, you can lock out your children from certain channels based yeah. on... They said based on several things, whether it was titles, whether it was ratings, right. based on time, which is kind of interesting. To digital uh, Direct TV, which I'm using now at home for television, does give you something like that, but it's mostly just based on ratings or channel. You can lock out certain channels for the past. I did not get a chance to look at DirecTV's PVR systems. I was supposed to go yeah. this week. The, the, the DirecTV is also offering that now, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I hope at some point I'll get a chance to go in and take a look at that. I missed the press conference. I wasn't able to go, unfortunately. Yeah. But I, I assume the movie channels and that type of thing should come in mm-hmm. high definition. Carablink as, as well, actually I got to receive a phone call from their marketing department uh, earlier this week. Apparently they have changed, updated their plan, their internet ac- access packages. What it was before was that the proximity wireless package, basically they put, they put up a dish uh, which points to their, um, to their receiver. What, what it was is that it had, yeah, it had a bandwidth restriction. I think it was 3 gigs at the time or something like that a month. So. You know, which was, me- well, I mean, if you were to download like an ISO, uh, you know, Fedora Core, whatever, you, you know, forget it, forget it. You, 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 you'd use it in once, you know, before you download the whole thing. But uh, apparently now the, the packages are now changed. There's no bandwidth restriction. It's an unlimited internet access. And the cost, of the setup fee is $500 TT with a monthly fee of $450 TT. Now, how does that system work? Because the first time this was introduced and I asked, is it Mac compatible? Or is it is it compatible with anything that is not Windows? I believe, well, they said it was an Ethernet connection to the, the well, the modem. Okay. Uh, you know, that hooks up to the dish. Which hooks up to an outside dish. It's a, it's which a dish. they have to put in a line of sight to either their transmitter or to the satellite. Okay, so this is very much like the other wireless companies right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I don't know, $450 a, a month for 256 kilobits, which is uh, 30 k- kilobytes a second, which is the same thing as residential DSL. Uh, not bad. Yeah. And I mean, in those years where you can't get DSL, I don't know. They say that it's all available through, through, uh, through most of most of Trinidad. I see, I, see, I see you've got the option there on, on the website of a basic firewall on the first package. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if you have the option to tell them, no, I don't want a firewall. I asked them. They said it shouldn't be a problem, but you have to, just like the STT. You've got to write them and you tell them. you got to write them and tell oh, them you don't want a firewall. Yeah, that's a sensible thing. Huh? I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to protect people from themselves. I understand that. Mm-hmm. It's a, I guess it's an interesting option. So, in fact, they actually the proximity people, um, which is on Carablink, they offer offer voice. Um, yeah. International voice thing. International voice. Uh, All the interesting is, do they have? Uh, can they do that? Well, they must be because I'm saying that. I don't think they're using TSTT's lines, so I don't think there's a law against them. Unlimited. Yeah, yeah. So they have like different packages. There's a, like a what they call a proximity home to office telecommute package, uh, which allows you unlimited international voice calls to the U.S. and Canada, and that cost is seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. So basically, you pay three hundred dollars for. So basically, paying three hundred dollars. For calls. Well, yeah, yes, but hey, if you, if you but if you, I suppose if you're doing that and if you can get like cell to cell or normal, don't go through the computer calls. I suppose it makes the sense. The office telecommute service provides an asymmetric 256-64 internet connection to locations. Yeah. So like home and office. That's right. Yeah. So that's a kind of interesting idea. So yeah, then it's installed in two locations. Now, if you can, well, keep, if you can, keep, if you can keep a connection cards. going at two, if you can keep no, no, two no, no. separate connections look, going look at the, the same. pricing. Look at the pricing. That's fourteen hundred. Yeah, and two connections will, will, would would be nine hundred dollars. So well, why why go with that? Just just pay for two two basic packages. I mean, presumably, if they think you have an office, they're going to get charged a different fee. One of the wireless providers in Trinidad did tell me that because uh, <laughs> I don't know whether whether I don't know whether the staff member was allowed to tell oh, me this okay. or not. He he was telling me that. Um, with a business package, if something went wrong in the middle of the night and you called them up and said, look, I'm having, I'm having problems, if they couldn't resolve it on the phone, they would send someone to your business premises. To At 3 o'clock in the morning. At 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. I like that, but I want quality of service agreement. Because if you go to these states and you have business packages, they come with quality of service agreements where you are guaranteed a certain quality of service it's in the amount of uptime, it's in the amount of bandwidth. But that don't happen down here. So Welcome to Trinidad. I think I think so part of the problem with that is they can't give you what their upstream provider doesn't give doesn't them. Doesn't give them, exactly, yeah. So if they're dealing with TSTT, yeah, well, they'll salt. Ch- well, they'll, they'll charge me $500 just because you see that you can charge me $500 because hey, my name is business. To, welcome to capitalism, my friend. But, 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 but hey, at least Carol thinks, you know, at least they well, seems like a, a, a package that yeah, you know, well, is worthwhile of consideration, I guess. Well, um, <coughs> well, it's about time. Huh? I used to be with Carol Blink dial up a long time ago when I left to go to TSTT, which <laughs> should tell you something about the quality of service. At the time, yeah. But that was a long time ago. Maybe they've thrown out everybody else and gotten decent management. Who knows? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe the service has improved. But like I said, it, it's a difference because at least the proximity, there's no bandwidth restriction. But there's no bandwidth restriction. So I think the main, that main big... And I think the price the price has come down. It's 4 50 a month. It's, so no, it's the competitive. Pri- the price has had to come down. I guess so. But... But and it's a, it's a, the one-time fee is a, is uh, five hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, what what else? What else we did? Oh, I well, can. I can. Yes, actually, I can. The the Internet Corporation for Assigned Names and Numbers. There they and they basically make sure that you can reach where you're going on the internet properly. They run what they call the root servers. There are thirteen or at least thirteen uh, root servers. And well, what they call well, maybe, should, maybe should see what the domains are. Domains are what, which what you type in the web browser. And, you know, ttcsweb.org, google.com. Okay, let's let's back up a bit for the for the for the few non-technical people who downloaded this podcast by mistake. 
what what they're talking about is that every every computer that goes on the internet has to have its own numerical address, and the address usually follows the pattern of four sets of numbers separated by three uh, periods. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for instance, uh, TSTT's one of TSTT's servers would be 196.3.132.1. Now, it's impossible for most humans to remember numbers like that. They remember names, so you need a server to act as a telephone book for you. So, if you type in www.google.com, you need some computer out there that will figure out what numerical address Google actually is. And above them, above those computers, are another set of computers that govern all of the controls of, of how those how those phone books work, and that's run by ICANN. Mm -hmm. So they're very very important to the internet. If if they decided to shut down, well, we would be in trouble. Yeah. No more internet. Well, I won't say no more internet, but I won't say no more internet, but I would say no more. You would have you would you would have you have a very good memory remembering all of the numbers of where you were going. Yes. Let's see, Google was what one nine what. So what actually, what the, well, I can was uh, on a Caribbean tour. They would they, in, in Guyana, and they came to Trinidad for like just two days, and we were able to meet with them on the, on Wednesday and on May tenth, and it was a very it was a very uh, good, uh, good discussion. Um, thing was like three hours. We were, we were there, we were talking for like over three hours easily, yeah. and uh, it was very informative. We're going to try to see whether you can get a transcript made available of that uh, discussion. Well, if there's anybody out there who's listening, who would like to donate some time and effort in in transcribing the the audio recording of that meeting. We just please uh, let us know at admin at ttcsweb.org. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, uh, well, even though it's hard, it, it's not widely used. Uh, you know, Trinidad itself has a, has been a, has, has assigned a, what they call a country code top-level domain .tt, and uh, so you can have things like Amazon.tt instead of Amazon. So you can have uh, domain <laughs> names ending like Amazon.tt. So the thing is, though, is that the problem with the, the .tt thing is the issue is that uh, it's right now it's run by it's, it's run by individuals right now and uh, running by Trinidad and Tobago Network Information Center TTNIC. Uh, Currently, right now, the prices haven't really changed much since uh, '97. Yeah. You know, they're, they're still fairly high. So, well, uh, I think the, the two things that make getting a .tt difficult on, well, is one the price, yeah, which is fairly high compared to a .com and the ease of getting a .tt. I think the sign-up process. It's also a lot, a lot, I think there's also a lot of misconceptions about .tt yes. in the sense that you know that you know because the people who do, do the websites and I mean even look at that even our Soko Warriors website which you think well wow that's going to be a big website that's a .com address Soko Warriors .tt .com. Yeah. Well, you I know? think with with the right marketing. Yeah. .tt could become like .uk. That's right. Yeah. There's a lot of UK web, uh, websites. Yeah. And and the thing about a, a UK website is that it's a national pride type thing mm -hmm. in that they would go for a UK before they would go for a dot com. But there's, there's also more to it than just, just national pride. It's uh, If you went to Amazon.co.uk, you, you would know that if you ordered there and you were living in the UK, you were more likely to get what you were what you'd ordered faster than if you ordered from Amazon.com and the shipping prices would be different and right. you know so there, there is a, a reason a geographic reason for for having the country codes so the question is how do we get people more interested in getting a .tt as opposed to a well they first have to know that it's available and then know that it's affordable mm -hmm. so it, it probably it probably would have to run cheaper than the .com addresses 
No, not, not necessarily top, not necessarily cheaper. That's equivalent, I think. It doesn't have to be e- even. Well, it doesn't well, have I to be. The, the thing about it is, if it's if it was equivalent and if it was as easy to get as say a dot com, in that you know, if you go to GoDaddy or, or whoever else and, yeah. and you sign up and like ten minutes after you have a a, a, yeah. a domain registered, because the thing that dot tt has going for it is the fact that names are available in dot tt as opposed to dot com. That's right. Yeah. So uh, a lot of companies oh. names which would ordinarily have been taken. I mean, certainly, I would, I would have loved to have had trinidesktops.tt. Um, yeah. I could have, if, if that were the case, I could have shrunk the names to just simply desktops.tt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. But to have to go to TT Nick and, and face a bill like that, no, yeah, I wasn't going to do that. that's a huge bill. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't have to be lower than .com. To me, it could be even be like five US more, ten, you know, ten, even ten US more kind of thing. I think once you make it easy and yeah, well that's the thing. And once it's easier and comparatively, yeah. well, I mean, it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but not you know magnitudes. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I think it looks like the people who do websites apparently who, d- who build the websites for for the companies. I, well, the companies don't know about .tt. I mean, I guess you know. Uh, somebody pointed out to me, you know, that uh, the, the Trinidad and Tobago Manufacturers Association, you know, you know, they have this buy local campaign. They yeah, don't, they have, they they don't their website, yeah. yeah, they don't have a .dot .tt. They're not even using. Well, it. the thing about it is, like .dot .tt needs to be promoted more. Like this, this last um, trade and investment. Yeah. Thing I would have expected .dot .tt to or .dot .nick to have a, a booth. There. That was that was a, an exhibition, was it? Yeah, it was an exhibition at, uh, but but it was uh, put on by uh, Trent Tobago Manufacturers Association. You had okay. companies from all over, even companies from the Caribbean came down mm-hmm. to to put a booth to, to um, show their stuff. I would think that, that would be the ideal place for a dot TT a booth for information. Yeah. So really, you need a you need some folks running the TT the dot TT domain who are a little more business oriented. Well, well, yes, from, from the technical side, I think everything has, I have to say, well, in, it hasn't been really anything radically well, no, gone there wrong. Hasn't, there hasn't been any problems on the technical side. I mean, yeah. the, the technical side is, is fairly straightforward. I, I haven't seen a, of the .tt domains that I've been to, yeah. I've never gone to one that's been down because, it, yeah. and, and I've never heard of any the .tt going down for any extended period of time. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, outside of the people who know yeah. There isn't much being done to, to educate people about .tt and that type of thing. Well, my, my ICANN always favors this type, well, uh, from the discussions, ICANN favors uh, what you call multi-stakeholder yeah. uh, groups to help run, you know, the country, you know, top, top, top level country code uh, domains. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, so like, you know, the internet, the ISPs and, you know, well, the, the trick is not to have one entity. That's um, right, and that, that, not, and, and, not and the, the future of, and the future of is kind of it's well, it's not very certain. And actually, we hope maybe we should really try to. We have it. We did an email interview with the administrator of .dot.tt. Uh, yeah. Put out in the show notes, uh, which is a uh, you know very very uh, useful. Yeah, and you can find that on the website. Yeah, and um, we probably have to really have to do another follow up a follow up. Uh, discussion with them to find out more details about what's happening because we, we hear rumors and the rumor mill is that yeah. it's a it's between you know government is considering uh, uh, and you know well it will become the administrator of the .tt domain you know university uh, University I'm of the West Indies I'm not sure that any government really is a, uh, 
a good candidate for running. They do play an important part of it. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I'm not sure that they should actually. I agree that I agree that the government should have an input. Yeah, that's very important. But to have them as the sole managers of that, I think that's a bad idea. Yeah, because I mean, government has a history of not moving as quickly as they can. I mean, it's a huge structure. It's like it's like trying to kick a dinosaur to make it move. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and well, with something like this, you have to adapt. I mean, look at how look at this hasn't been updated and since when? And prices? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You see, like you know, as far as ICANN is concerned, you know, this thing TTNIC and so on is, doesn't really exist. It's not TTNIC is not the the the, the company, the, yeah. the, author, the authority in charge of the country code dot uh, the country code of the TT dot sorry the the, the TT country code. Yeah. It's uh, Dr. Patrick Cosign who is Who's, who's running TTNIC. Right. So it's only his, yeah. his name yeah. that it's being run under. Well, I think that, I mean, the, the communication between them and, and TTNIC, because they have to update their information mm-hmm. as well. I think that's one of the reasons why they, they're coming down here. Yeah, talking to, all the talking to everybody, because they want more input from the Caribbean into what goes on at a... At a yeah. Well, with with for I kind of as as well as for the yeah. you know country codes. Yeah. Well, how's it? Does anyone know how it's working with the rest of the Caribbean? I mean, are they using it? Because I mean, yeah. like yeah. I mean, yeah. Barbados is dot BB. BB. But are they using it? Because I mean, you go to some of the newspapers at their their dot coms. Yeah. Well, they're using it, but it's the same problem that we have in that. It'd be interesting actually to do a comparison. Actually, yeah, that'd be neat. That'd be interesting. Like Guyana, so on. Well, I know Guyana uses. Theirs mm-hmm. and all uh, NGOs and that type of thing that has the Guyana um, mm-hmm. uh, domain, yeah. but I think it's the same problem that we have in that nobody really goes out there and then promotes it as you know I, I this is our country. Is it, is it, the, the question, of course, is that you know can it be done now at this stage? Is it because are people so well, I think accustomed to or have well, to be a .com? Well, I think at this stage it is the right time to do it mm-hmm. because. Now they're running out of names for companies in the dot coms. And well, before they bring out another top level. No, but you see, but most most people are just. I mean, most of, all of Trinidadian websites are basically uh, either that's either one or two things. Either it's Trini something, yeah, TT something, or uh, yeah, I mean, or, or whatever or something TT dot com. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to admit, I mean, I guilty of that too. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I know paying thirty five dollars when I could pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Actually, it's significantly more than thirty-five. I mean, I'm looking at a registration fee of a hundred US. Yeah, yeah. for three years. years and a second level domain for a thousand US. Yeah, no way I, sp- I spend a thousand US. I mean, for that price, you know, if you go to some of those other registrars, you get a domain for you get a domain for a hundred years for that. But I mean, even big companies, which large companies, who can afford it, you know, insurance banks, yeah, okay. whatever, like they BP don't. BP is what bbtt.com. That? That's right, I think so. Yeah. Bbtt.com, I think. Yeah. So, so even large companies, even though oh, they could yeah, afford they it, probably does some. Um, I go off the main BP sites. Again, I think it's just a simple case of the the, the web developers, the people in charge of the websites, and the companies themselves who don't know about .tt. Yeah. And even yeah. when they hear about it the first time, it may, I don't know, I guess it also sounds like... They don't like care. Most people don't care. Most people don't, when they go out and don't want to even resemble that they come from a little island north, northeast of Venezuela. Going back to .tt, 
I don't know what I, I mean to, to, get, to market RTD it's going, it's, it's going to require a lot of work yeah well I mean somebody has to yeah, but I guess it has to start at some time I guess yeah. because I mean it's not like it can't be done a lot of European countries I mean should d- yeah use yeah, it use it mm-hmm. you know Japan uses it yeah. so it, it's not to say it's impossible it's only a uh, you know but I think what has happened is also when not only does the rate the, the may have to come down but what also has to happen is I think you, you got to have you got to have uh, give uh, companies like ISPs or, and web developer firm, web firms uh, an incentive to actually you know well use it yeah. so to speak they, so that they, can, they themselves can make money off of it so you know that's why it's like what's happened with dot com you know you have yeah, all these so different registries what are the very sign GoDaddy and I don't know. Ha- lots of others. Okay. What else? Um, well, actually, well, actually, the speaking of, um, actually, somebody mentioned water and so on. Actually, the Wasa website was hacked. Uh, again. No, not again. I think it's it's all been sorted out. But I think it was la- last year, last month. Yeah. Multiple times. Like three twice times twi- in, three times in a week, apparently. Yeah. Twice or three times. Yeah. Mind you, it, 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 it's not so much that the, the Wasa website was explicitly targeted by you know. It, no. It, it, well, you know, I don't think it's the WASA website I was explicitly targeted. Yeah. But the fact that uh, they probably bought hosting on a shared server, That's that right. server was compromised, and everything they, on the server, and everything on the, all the domains would have been compromised on that server. Yeah. Um, they changed again, and they were probably targeted again, because whoever, whatever Worm was doing it, or yeah. whatever, probably looked at the new server and found the same vulnerability. It was probably just bad luck. On their part, yeah. Very, very bad luck. Yeah. On their part. So I think for a fact, they've switched to hosting providers, and yeah. it's back up. Well, I and I can, well, you know what? Again, I still think that that's that's a very clear indication of why <coughs> TSTT should not be allowed total and complete control over the fiber coming into the country. Because think about it. <laughs> think about it. If if that uh, if Wasa had been hosting locally, then they could have gotten someone immediately to sort it out. Anyway, hopefully, I believe, but whilst I switched their hosting providers, yeah. and uh, I guess it's probably one of the risks of, um, of actually doing, uh, of putting up a website, you know, yeah, whether your well web host is able to respond quickly enough to... Well, that's, that's the thing, I mean, um, you, yeah, especially I if you don't have the technical expertise to run your server yourself, I mean... Right. Well, yeah, yeah, the mercy of the whatever web host here. Yeah. Right, and and the reason we're at the, we're at that mercy is, is because locally, even the IS, the local ISPs don't have the bandwidth available to them to do that kind of hosting, and it's yeah. all because it's being hoarded by TSTT. Not just that, but even 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 if it was decent decoupled, and they have multiple fiber optic links, unless there was multi a lot of them. I don't see the situation changing anytime soon, unfortunately. Well, no, I mean, we could become like Costa Rica. I mean, Costa Rica hosts... Yeah, but, but fine. there's a reason for that, for gambling purposes, isn't it? Well, Mostly yeah, ga- but it's bandwidth. I mean... Okay, yeah, it's true. But, but you know, um, a lot of hosting companies legitimately right. put their, their stuff for there. Non, because for non-gambling things. For non-gambling. Okay. And because the gambling actually does help because it drives the price down. So, uh, you know, you will find that hosting prices are cheap there and bandwidth is plentiful, mm-hmm. you know, so you could set up a, a, a network operation center and drop your yeah, machines I mean in and that's it. But, yeah. I mean, like, we just, we have 
no capacity to upload data in any big way. I mean, it's like we're we're paying ridiculous rates for internet access. Yes, but small island. We, uh, are you, are that's not the that's not that's not the issue. Bobby, this is a small island, and yeah. we are. Actually, St. Lucia is a sm- plenty smaller yeah. island than we are. Okay. They have much cheaper rates. Much cheaper rates. They have huge, huge well. bandwidth. So, mm. the, I mean, I don't know. No, no, sorry. We, 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 don't, we don't really have an excuse for that. Mm. No. Okay. Size well, actually, I guess... Size doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 actually, uh, uh, that's... Uh, Regarding the ICANN TTC, uh, TTCS meeting, uh, Mark Lindsay uh, wrote an article about it in the uh, Trinidad Guardian. You can see, and I'll post the link in the show notes. Yeah, uh, Tuesday, 23rd May, 2006. Yeah. Big depth, uh, depth, yeah. depth article. Yes. Okay. Well, most excellent. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's most of the local. That's text most of the local um, content. I'm being good. I'm being good. <laughs> Actually, okay. the only one, well, one interesting thing that I've always seen is, uh, of recent uh, was uh, the Ichika conference, uh, which happened uh, earlier this month. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was earlier this month. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Sony PlayStation uh, released the details of their, their system. And, of course, the Nintendo's Wii. Wii. Yeah. Wii. Wii. <laughs> Apple released their MacBook. True. And apparently... Uh, and you can get it in black, isn't it? Yeah. You can get it in black for $150 more. And I think a slightly wow. bigger hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> apparently the finish is different. From what I hear, it's not just... Black. A different color. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> the black. what they make the black of is slightly different, which accounts for the increased price. That's, that's the only thing? It must be something else? Hard drive or something? The hard drive is slightly bigger, but... Unfortunately, whether it's the MacBook Pro or the MacBook, they don't have support for classic apps, which is the o- OS 9 and yeah. previous, and um, for the moment I still need that, so, so I'm going to... No, that's not the only thing. I've, I've, I keep getting these persistent rumors that they're hitting problems with the new Mac, with the new dual, the new dual cores, and the part chips of... are made by Intel. No, Whoa, the, the, problem, the, no the problem, <laughs> I don't think that's a problem, and uh, I also keep getting issues out. Who, who was they're putting on too much goop on the CPUs, literally. Uh-huh. That, 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 that's that's yeah, that's 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 a story of the more They are actually putting too much on thermal thermal paste on the thing. They're putting too much thermal paste on the things, which means that the heat isn't. Which means that the normal heat conductivity is all screwed up. Which means that the machines are basically getting too hot, mm. hot to the point where you actually can't put them on your lap anymore. Maybe it's a po- maybe they, that you've probably corrected that on the manufacturer's side by now. Okay, so PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, right, or yeah, right. Wii. <laughs> hey, well, you, Honestly, well, you, you, got, you got a PSP, you know, so you, you got, yes, you, the problem, the problem, the, thing is, the thing is, if, if Wii comes in, if Wii comes in at $200, it, too early to, too early to say. if Wii comes in at $200, game over. Yeah, well, if we, right, well, I'm sorry. Do you know what the Wii is? The Wii is cheap enough that you can buy another console and then buy the Wii at the same time. Yeah. Actually, the, the thing was is that the Sony's uh, so Sony's prices of the PS3 is the four hundred ninety-nine dollars US and five hundred ninety-nine US. You, know? you could you could buy a whole PC for that. Yeah. No, that's out of curiosity. Uh, are kids? Uh, do you really think kids are the are the, the, well, the target audience? I don't think these it, they for the Wii. Yes. Wii no, not necessarily. But I mean, Wii maybe. But I, I don't think this, PlayStation. This, I mean, this, I mean, this, I mean this it's con- one this console generation, mm. not for. 
I mean, honestly, I the, the, the biggest, the biggest, the basketball game no, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest, yeah. the biggest buyer of a video game is a young man, probably 25 to 34, who is basically grown up playing video games and in, in his adult life will right. continue to play and video games. And the reason why is because they have the disposable income <laughs> to do it. <laughs> to do it. Yeah. That's not going to stop. But the thing about this, it, it, you can't tell now because there's no game out to mm-hmm. say... Because uh, y- y- they have no killer game for, for any of the consoles right now. Actually, let me ask you something. What's the battery life like on, on a PlayStation Portable? It depends on what you're using it for. If, it you're, if you're just wa- using it to watch media. Using it to watch media? I yeah. got like four hours out of it. Yeah, and I see that, that to me, that that is actually that's a, a, movie. a neat product. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's, a, that's, a that's, why, that's why I use it. And the nice thing that's about it is... That's a lot of the rings. The nice thing about it is... The new updates allow you to stream and save RSS feeds oh. of video and audio. So you could set up a server to stream your feeds over Wi-Fi. So I, I have so I my media library is accessible to me through RSS. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, you can play Flash on it now. Oh, okay. So you have all the Flash games and that type of thing. But yet, there's still no good game. Well, I, I'm well, not saying not Liberty good City Stories. Well, yeah, well, but it, no, it depends no. on, on, on your taste, but I mean, Liberty City Stories. Well, when you compare... When you compare Let me put it this way. It was good enough to get transferred to PS2. Okay, true. But when you look at the Nintendo DS and the DS Lite, I mean... Yeah, the DS... Well, I mean, for, for me, personally... Mm-hmm. There's no game on the DS that I would play. Really? Kingdom Hearts? No. no Kingdom Hearts? Ma- not no, even the new Mario? What? No, because what? if if I want to do something like that, yeah. I get in a, a Wii or a GameCube or something like that. To sit down and play that uh, intense game like that, I want to sit on a big screen multimedia <laughs> type of thing. No, but for, for what I wanted, I, mm. I wanted the uh, PSP for what Mike the, the media capability yeah. more than the games because I only have two games right but I put media on it but regularly I know but it, it's, but it's just, but like I said the DS Lite and the Nintendo DS I mean they were going very strong in Japan yeah. in fact yeah. the second hand value of a DS Lite is more yeah, more than an Xbox 360 yeah. because the Xbox 360 after Halo 2 there ain't that much fit. Halo 2 and Madden. Well, no, but no, no, but there's no game for these. Nothing that will make you run out to go and buy it. There's no Halo. You know what Halo was to the Xbox? Yeah. There's no game like that for, for this generation of consoles. The, not for 360, yeah? No? no. Halo 2, but uh, that's about it. Halo 2. <laughs> but you're not going to play, you're not going to buy a console for one game. Yeah, but nobody's going to play for Halo 2. And, and everything that came out oh. is just. You know, concept and but don't and forget that's that's what that's how computers thrived. I mean, you had the killer app. You had killer apps. Mm-hmm. You know, for, so that's I mean, people bought computers just so they could run spreadsheets. Yeah. In, in the early yeah. days. Um, Physicalc, I think it was. Physicalc. Yeah. Which you can still get. Yeah. On on the yeah. Mac on the Mac it was it was uh, PageMaker. Yeah. Um. And so. PC it was what? Thought it. <laughs> solitaire, yes, solitaire, yes. The best game of no, the best uh, games out there. Well, I mean, I guess for Windows. It depends. Well, actually, for Windows, it probably was Office, Microsoft Office. I'm sorry, but no. the, the, the Mac ads for Windows. The new Mac ads with the, the, the guy with the PC and the guy. For with Windows, the it was Mac actually Excel uh, 3.0. Funniest thing I ever see. Not Office, Excel 3.0 to a lesser extent would. 
No, but you have to admit the office combination is what really propelled. No, no, no. I don't think no, no, no. The bundling was the bundling. Kind of like that, that, that's okay, for the price of two, you can get three. Yeah. yeah, but actually, but going back to the Nintendo, I must, I must say I'm excited by the Nintendo Wii actually, and yeah, I think I, I think a lot of people were actually Nintendo stole the show, which was. Yes, I I actually like a Wii. I I would get a Wii. I yeah. mean, if it comes in for two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because it just it just seems something. It looks it's, it just looks it looks fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, that is it. You know, coming up to to like the, the second and third generation of consoles, yeah. every game started to look the same. Yeah. And and and. It was. It wasn't anything that you know you would, would say unless you're a hardcore gamer. Yeah. And unless you're one of them fellas who real into it. Like for me, I'm a casual gamer type person, so I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't like go out and buy the latest titles and that. And I mean, and and, 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 and I, mean, I mean, Nintendo has done an interesting strategy, you know, because um, I mean, if you look at those con- the, 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 the the controllers for Xbox and PlayStation, it's a, it's a yeah. and you look at. Oh, I, well, I, I, like in Mortal Kombat, that, well, you know, they modded different button combos and yeah. you know, just to get something, you know, like, whoa. Yeah, I've been invest some serious I mean, what, was the killer combo for this? Probably um, mm-hmm. Call of Duty 3 or Final Fantasy. Yeah. For what? Uh, Xbox? What? Wii. Well, for Wii. Yeah. Or Metroid Prime. Metroid. I mean, you go back back to the basic titles. Hey, Duck Hunt is coming for the... Duck Hunt, yeah. You know, actually, I saw the video for that. Duck Hunt, no, it's not Duck Hunt. It's just something that looks like Duck Hunt. There isn't a dog. I'm sorry. Without the dog, it's not Duck Hunt. Oh, come on. Without the dog, it's not Duck Hunt. It's from Nintendo. You can shoot ducks. It's Duck Hunt. Without the dog, it's just a shooting game. I'm sorry. You need the dog. No, but... The, the, I think what the Wii will prove is that no matter how good your graphics get, yeah, and, wh- and what's and what's important, what's important, the Wii will be back with compatible with the GameCube stuff. Sure. Yeah. Well, all the consoles are. Well, ex- yeah. Except yeah. for the Xbox, I don't think the Xbox is back with compatible with the Xbox. A lot of the titles are. Okay. Not all, not all of them, true, but a lot of the titles. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the, to the Wii. Uh, it, 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 uh, if, if you, if you, I'll put a link to some of the, the clips of it. It's, it looks fun. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, well, you know, I, when we, I, I, I hope people know what the Wii is. The, the neat thing yeah. about the Wii is, is the controller that moves and, you know, so that you can swing the controllers to... to it's, it's a motion-sensitive control. Yeah. I, I wonder if it came with a name. But, I mean, it, has, it kind of makes you think, you know, somebody needed to go to the bathroom when, yeah. when, they, when they were in the marketing stages and they said, I need to go Wii and somebody thought, hey, what a great name. No, but I think it's less, it's less uh, yeah. console type thing like yeah. Xbox 360, yeah. console name. PlayStation 3, PS3. And then you know. went for, for more of a less extreme name. Wii songs <laughs> like Wii, which emphasizes that the console is for everyone. Wii can easily be remembered by people around the world, no matter what language they speak. No confusion. No need to abbreviate, just Wii. At the end of the day, that don't mean anything. Right, but what I was told <laughs> was that, was that the Wii is unpronounceable in Japanese. Mm. So, you know, hey, the whole second in the Asian market, they can't pronounce the name of your product. Where were you reading from? Um, Wikipedia. The basket of factual information. <laughs> <laughs> the bas- yeah, the no, I think that, that that was the press release. Too. And this is this was actually part of the, the press release. This yeah. is actually from somebody in Nintendo saying that. So yeah. Nintendo spells Wii with two eyes to create an image of players playing together. The spelling is also intended to evoke the controllers. But I mean, it's, it looks like it looks. Apparently, it was more f- it was more friendly than Revolution, which was apparently threatening. Yeah, well, okay, I mean, I, I mean, in the in the ads, you you look at these people playing, you know. Uh, 
games with swords, and yeah. it's probably the only controller where you could actually move the controller as if you really were moving a sword, mm-hmm. or conducting a symphony, or, you know, that yeah. it's, it's, it's a really quite interesting yeah. concept. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great idea, I think, you know. So I'm looking forward to the Wii. I mean, it, apparently there's a microphone in it, so like you know, well, so when you pull the, you know, when you pull back the arrow, yeah, you just you'll yeah, hear yeah, it. The arrow. You know, it's, 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 it sounds, it just sounds very cool. And I think that's what happened at E3. You know, the, yeah. the boots. Uh, there was a huge lines for the, the Nintendo thing, four hours or something yeah. like that. Oh my goodness! You know, for people. In fact, there's a, there was also another video clip showing the opening of it, and it's like you think there's a huge stream of people going <laughs> for the Nintendo <laughs> boots, and like this, you know, <laughs> a trickle. Comparatively for like the Sony <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation 3, I think the PlayStation 3 you can get in there. You could have gotten to the to the PlayStation 3 consoles for like in half an hour, whereas the Nintendo Wii is like four or five hours, you know, around the block kind of. Right? Yeah. I think that's uh, time to wrap it up. Okay. Well, if you have any co- questions, comments about our podcast, then you can email email us at admin at ttcsweb.org. Uh, you could subs- and you could check out our podcast page at ttcsweb.org/podcast. And so until next time, bye for now.